All right, welcome back to the second episode of The Husk with Jordan and Esteban. Um, I'm, I'm really excited. I think last time it went, it went well. It could be better, but we're going to try to make some improvements. All right, so Jordan, um, you know, you got the topic for this week. We're going to try to make it um, more of a one-topic sort of episode and try to um, make it a little bit shorter, a little bit more condensed, hopefully better quality, better content. But Jordan, go ahead for it, man. What do you got for us? Uh, for this week, you know, I decided that we should finally talk about the coronavirus and the impact that it has had on our lives. So I decided it would be fun and good to talk about the most memorable things that we're going to remember from this time of our lives, the okay. things we're going to tell our kids about, stuff like that. Um, okay. All right. That, that's interesting. So, so to answer kind of like the main question, what will we tell our kids? What will we remember from the yep. whole pandemic? Um, personally for me, the first thing that comes to mind, the thing that I think will be most kind of, um, just established into my memory of this whole situation is the panic that came along with it. Obviously, this is like a whole unprecedented situation, uh, something that's never happened before. So there's a lot of things that are new. But the thing that stands out to me the most is kind of like the sheer panic that everybody went through uh, when when the whole thing started. Uh, Really just seeing the whole situation with toilet paper. Um, you, you, You heard about that lady that got like 20 gallons of milk, right? I did not know. Yeah, bro. So <laughs> there was this. Yeah, no, there was like this this, this picture or video. Uh, I can't exactly remember, but there was this lady that was seen with like a cart full of nothing but gallons and gallons of milk. What? Does like, she... like, 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 not. not just... Like yeah, that goes she... bad. She... Milk goes yeah, back. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But I really do think this pandemic kind of like brought us the the stupidity in a lot of people. And it's just out of out of panic. A lot of people just were like, oh my God, holy fuck. You know, the world is ending. Uh, I need to stock up on as much shit as I can, even if it doesn't make sense. I, I like <laughs> whatever it whatever it is, let me just suck up on all of it. And and, and, and yeah, and, and then uh, the thing that sucks about it is that the dumb people kind of started the lead on the way um, kind of people acted at the store. So I feel like if the really stupid people that panicked and were like, okay, let me grab 50 rolls of toilet paper and like 20 gallons of milk and 20 packages of fucking chicken or whatever, uh-huh. if those people hadn't done that, I think we would have all been like, okay, there still would have been shortages with certain things, but it was, people started panicking because the stupid people started panicking first. And then other people were like, well, shit, if I don't start sucking up on stuff, uh, there's nothing going to, there's not going to be anything left by the time I try to like buy toilet paper. So let me start sucking up as well. So, and it, and it it became a domino domino effect after all of it, you know? Oh, so that, that's really the main thing. It's the chaos. Um, so, yeah, I mean, 10, 20, 30 years from now, bro, the thing I'm going to remember most is probably fucking toilet paper. 
guess. To, to answer your question, of, the lack of yeah, yeah, the lack of toilet paper. That's right. For me, my top one is just like the cancellation of everything, like sports, school, any outside activities with big groups of people, like graduation. All that yeah. shit was canceled. Mm-hmm. Like NBA, yeah. they, I mean, they might start up again. We still don't know. I'm assuming mm-hmm. they will to get the playoffs in. But just not having anything to do while we're stuck in quarantine, not being able to go outside. Because right. everything's what is right? What a shitty team to, what, what a shitty time to be a senior for sure. Exactly. Yeah, it's like now you, you do you, you you're right. You do all this work and you're ready to be congratulated and have your moment and walk the stage, and that was just strapped. Um, not not strapped. That's a bad word, but stolen away from a lot of people. Were you were you thinking of scrapped? Scrapped. Yeah, I don't I don't really know what <laughs> I was trying to go for. I kind of lost my word there, but yeah, yeah, really shitty time to be uh, a senior and and about the whole sports thing. Yeah, yeah, that that really sucked. It's a shitty time to be a sports fan as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Overall, but okay. Listen, listen. Kind of going deeper though into the question. You saying what will I remember? Well, it kind of all depends. Like the timeline we're talking about, because you're saying like twenty, thirty years from now, I'll probably remember like the whole chaos. That was like my answer, but. Talking about right now, my answer is actually kind of different. So it's different from what you originally said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, and this is very personal. I don't think a lot of people, you know, would like relate to this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually had have had kind of like a different like realization or epiphany, um, like right now after the whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. And that is, I've come to realize how much we care about what other people are, are doing. And let me explain about that. So we, we, before pandemic, you know, everybody's living their normal life. Everybody's, you know, doing like a bunch of fun shit, um, you know, partying, especially like, you know, people we know, like in college, like young adults, all that stuff. Um, and everybody's obviously like, posting about it. So we kind of like through social media see this perfect live that everybody shows and makes it appear that they're living. And I feel like without knowing it, I kind of got sucked into that, into like seeing everybody's perfect live. And that kind of, you know, by comparison made me feel worse. So after the pandemic, you know, everybody was at home. There was nothing Mm -hmm. to do. Nobody could party. Nobody can go out to the bars. Nobody could do really anything, quote unquote, fun. And I mean, I couldn't either. But the weird thing that I realized after a couple of weeks of quarantine was that I was happy. Like I was unusually happy. You know, I wasn't really doing anything like too fun. You know, I was like doing my homework, like working out, you know, just chilling at home. Like you're on the grind, enjoying my time. Exactly. But for some reason, I felt like pretty happy, like unusually happy, like happier than I was um, pre-quarantine. And that kind of made me think. And I kind of came to the realization that I think a big part of that was because 
I was no longer focused on what everybody else was doing because nobody else had anything to like show. You know, yeah. by comparison, by comparison, I was like, oh, I'm being productive. I start, I started focusing on only myself, on like yeah. what I was doing and like my productivity. No longer was my attention on, hmm. Well, I'm, I'm doing homework right now, but other people are out partying, so I can't really focus on my homework because I'm too focused on the fun that I'm missing out. It all has to do with FOMO, yep. you know, fear of missing out. Yep. Yep. And, and that kind of like revolves, you know, connects with social media, um, Snapchat stories. Like, I don't know about you, but like, have you ever tried to like study or do homework on a Friday, Saturday night? Um, for me, I try and get all my shit done like Thursday, like Thursday by eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Don't really start mm-hmm. doing shit until Sunday afternoon. That's usually my goal. Yeah. You're a big well, procrastinator, that's, though. That's, that, that's a smart plan. But someone like me, who's a fat-ass procrastinator, um, you know, a lot of times I find myself, you know, trying to grind out shit Friday, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, that's my fault. I get that there's ways to, like, evade that situation. But, you know, whenever you're there in the study room or in wherever the fuck you're studying, um, and, you know, you take a break between, you know, homework problems, for example – and you pull up your phone and, you know, start scrolling through people's stories on Snap. It's kind of, like, depressing. You know, it, like, really makes you feel shitty. It's like, fuck. Like, I'm here alone studying, like, doing some boring-ass shit while other people are having fun. It's like, well, after quarantine, after the pandemic, I could have maybe just been doing homework, been studying. But I get on Snap and it's like everybody else is doing nothing, too. So. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel bad about it. And do you think I think that's, that's, that's going to change the way you look at things after quarantine? Well, I think the fact that I'm aware of it now will help a lot. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I, I still think FOMO is going to be a thing. I still think that if I'm studying on a Friday night and I pull up my phone and I see people having fun, it's still going to kind of suck. But I feel like I, I think that since I'm aware of it, I'll be able to kind of like convince myself and train myself to realize that I shouldn't give a fuck about what other people are doing. I should realize that like, you know, I'll have my fun when I have my fun and I'll do what I got to do when I got to do it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like a, a, a big lesson that I've learned like through quarantine. That's good. I can, uh, mm-hmm. I can definitely agree with that being happier during quarantine i for me it wasn't the the lack of fomo it was just the ability to just lack of just do you feel feel like like more time yes i had way more time to do things Mm -hmm. like i hate like when during quarantine I had my schedule down like pretty well. Like I would get all my shit done pretty early mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have to do stuff like late into the night, like 10, 11, I'd get everything right. by like five or six and be done. And, uh, since I've been working this summer, like a full-time job, I've, it's kind of continued that happiness of being done at, five o'clock every day and then mm-hmm. have the rest of your day to do things like i feel like i'm definitely busier it's not like i have mm-hmm. less to do 
but the things that I'm, I'm making myself doing, I'm making myself do after work is it's all enjoyable. Like I don't you see, dislike I, any of it. Right. No, that, that's, that's smart. And, and I feel like that, that shows like your productivity during quarantine. And I've, I think that's a big kind of separation barrier between the people that were happy and productive during quarantine and the people that were unhappy and just felt bored all the time. Mm-hmm. The people that were productive kind of saw quarantine as time, time to improve, time yeah, that exactly. you have to yourself. And it's like, okay, what do I do with this? I don't want to just do nothing with it because there very well was the opportunity to do nothing. Uh-huh. But there also very well was opportunity to do little things that you don't have to do, but like now is the time to do them. Yeah, like you're not going to have no. that, this amount of time at home ever again. Exactly. Most likely, unless exactly. This, hap- this happens again. But I always, I kept seeing uh, these doctors saying that quarantine was like messing with people's mental health because they weren't doing anything. They're just being lazy watching tv and then they would feel bad about themselves because they don't do anything so i i saw that i was like i don't want to be unhappy like that so i just started Uh learning new things right right yeah and i mean like like i said man that's the the real separation between you know people who are productive and people who unless they have something kind of keeping them busy whether it's like school or a job or I don't know, man, some weird kind of hobby that was canceled because of quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, those, those people probably had some sort of depression. I, I think that's a big factor with the whole coronavirus. Uh, I know that with quarantine, the whole goal was to slow down the curve and ensure people's safety and mm. kind of keep people healthier, safer. But I think that it had kind of a a big side effect of of it all was while maybe our physical health was being protective, our mental health for a lot of people took a big, big toll, took a big hit. I think that a lot of people went into a big kind of depression with nothing to do, just staying at home, feel Mm -hmm. almost claustrophobia at your house. It all depends like the kind of living situation you're in. You know, yeah, I feel like we're both fortunate, fortunate enough to like, you know, we live in good homes and we're we're comfortable at home. But for the people that aren't comfortable at home, the people that like have to see drama and screaming and don't really have a safe place to be or really any place to call legitimately home. Uh-huh. I feel like those people went through a pretty tough time. Yeah. While mm-hmm. we've been talking about this, like I definitely going back to the main question of like some of the things that we're going to remember most is I've done a lot of like introspective, like thinking about my life and what I actually like to do, what I want to do. And I think Mm -hmm. what I found out about myself is going to carry on after quarantine and possibly the rest of my life. And I know that, it will have started because I had to stay inside and busy myself somehow. And that's where it came from. 
all that extra so whenever you say so whenever you say you know there's kind of like qualities and ideals that you have discovered and can carry on moving forward Mm -hmm. any specific examples um i just realized how hate how much i hate being bored i Mm -hmm. I cannot be being bored is like torture to me so Mm -hmm. i think if i can go forward and find things that keep me occupied but that also make me a better person make me happy possibly make me money i definitely think i will be more open to trying them instead of Mm -hmm. saying no and then after saying no having that opportunity lost and being bored i'm definitely going to try and do more things yeah and 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 a big part of that too is when it comes to trying new things you got to keep in mind like these new things are probably going to be hard like during like I, I know a lot of people, for example, were like, you know, I have time now. Like, let me try to like, uh, uh, one of my my friends, Stephen. You know, Stephen. Yeah. Uh, he was like, um, let me try to like learn a new language. Like, he tried to like, you know, pick up more on Japanese. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know some people that were like, you know, this is the perfect time for me to learn how to play the guitar, or, you know, just just things like that. Like, learn how to sew. You know. Yeah. But I also know that. A lot of these people, once they started trying it, were like, hmm, it's kind of a lot of work. Like, probably picked it up, tried to do it for a day, maybe two. And then we're just like, nah, it's probably easier to watch Netflix. That's fair. You know? I, uh, so I kind of had the same thing. Like, I really wanted to learn to play my ukulele better. But <laughs> the, no, all right. I did do it for like a solid couple weeks. Okay. And I was having fun. I was like, because re- I'd played it like a long time ago. I just hadn't used it in a while. So I had to like reteach myself like some basic chords, like how uh, to strum correctly, like how right. to like hold it comfortably in my hand. But I was just, I don't know. I think I was just trying too many new things. And I just mm-hmm. had so much on my plate that I couldn't do it anymore. Like, I have yeah. to prioritize other things over it now. Mm-hmm. Which sounds ironic because mm-hmm. with the whole quarantine thing, you feel like what you have, like, an uh, abundant amount of time, of, like, of whatever it is, is time. It's like you have mm-hmm. an abundant amount of time. It's like, but at the same time, not really. Yeah. Because you, know, you do your things that you got to do throughout the day. And then, like, for, like for, I can relate to what you said a lot. Because I also wanted to pick up, like, uh, my ukulele and kind of try to, like, learn how to play it better. But I have not touched it once. <laughs> and I thought that I would be able to just because I thought I was going to have a ton of time. But, you know, you start going through your day, you know, you kind of entertain yourself with, like, social media or, like, you know, a show. And, I'm you know, whenever I say, like, you know, watch Netflix or, like, be on your phone. I don't kind of try to mean that in any, like, negative way. Like, it's, yeah. it, it, you know, every, every, everything comes in levels. Yeah, it's like, all about, you can, it's you all can, about the balance. Can, right, right. Everything, you know, in a modest manner. You mm-hmm. know, once you get into the excess, that's when it becomes a problem. Exactly. Yeah. 
But anyway, bro, like, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say about the whole quarantine thing? Um, not about the quarantine thing, but I just had a question. You know how yeah. people during 9-11, they're like, oh, I remember where I was at when I heard the news and like all this stuff. Remember how mm-hmm. people would say that? Are you going to mm-hmm. remember like the where you're at when you found out school was canceled for the rest of the semester? Because I know I will. And like when the NBA got canceled, that it was on a Wednesday night at like nine because Rudy Gobert tested yeah. positive, and yeah. he'd been touching mics like it was a he joke. Touching the mic, and it was like, oh, of all people to get, you get the guy that was being like the least safe. Yeah, I know. So the guy was touching the mics like you idiot. Yes, no, man, honestly, I I I feel real bad for him. I I feel like if I would have been in the spot, I would have been doing the same shit. Like I my like speaking of Steven, um he had been telling me like at least two two, three weeks um prior to school getting canceled. He was like, Hey bro, like well, millions of people are gonna get sick. Trust me. And I was like, Bro, you're bullshit, like like you're, you're <laughs> crazy. I was like, You're fucking just getting on I don't know, you're like listening to these people that have all these crazy ideas and crazy theories and you're just kinda getting brainwashed by them saying, like, No, bro, I'm serious, like like millions of people are gonna get sick, and you know everything's gonna gonna be shut down. Like he fucking called it, damn. And I was just shoving it off. I was not believing it one second. So I can't blame Rudy Gobert because you know someone tells me like, "Hey, you're gonna be sick." Uh, my kind of mentality is, "Nah, I'm good. I'm healthy. Nothing yeah. fucking hurt me." Um, so I get that. But I actually have a funny story about kind of like the moment. I was in when I first found out um, that school was getting canceled. All right. What is it? Yeah, it was, um, it was a, a Thursday, like Thursday afternoon. I had to yeah. back from class. It was and a I took a, yeah. 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 Thursday afternoon. Like my class got out like around 1230 or so. Right. Went back to my dorm, um, took a nap. And, you know, I, I woke up from my nap, all disoriented, how, you know, you know how it is waking up, uh, waking, uh, waking up after naps. Yeah. Like, fuck, where am I? Like, what time is it? What planet am I? <laughs> yeah. I like low-key panics. Like, shit, did I sleep until like 9 o'clock at night? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, you're just all like out of the place. Um, but I remember I woke up feeling super disoriented and I checked my phone and I'm not a super popular person. Like, my phone's like never like blown up. But this is like, it happened to be blown up. And I was like, the fuck is going on? And I see it, start seeing people like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, my God, have you heard? And I'm like, what the fuck? So I kind of go on to my school email, and I see the whole letter. Yeah. And We're I was like- very shook. Like, just straight up shook, bro. I was like, you know, I started, like, rethinking, like, my life. <laughs> like, just kind of, <laughs> like, it's like, like, in 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 a span of a second just started going through all the options like what am i gonna do like where am i gonna go especially being out of state like yeah. you know i live in texas yeah. but go to school in nebraska i'm like am i gonna stay am i gonna go like is this good is this bad but i just remember being disoriented as fuck and i and it almost didn't even seem real like it took me a good 30 minutes before i was like okay okay this is actually going on like i actually gotta start like planning some shit out mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. For me, I was I was in the library about to take a te- like in the in our online testing area. I was about what to take a test. DLC, DLC. The DLC, yes. I was about to take a test. I was literally like 45 minutes out from taking a test and I get the email. I could just not focus after that whatsoever. I go Did in. Did you still have to the take test. the test? No, yeah, it's, huh? I still took the test. I didn't. It was. Huh. I didn't do great. It was my worst oh, test in the class because I just couldn't focus on the test. Uh huh. And then I was like looking around at people in the library. I was like waiting for them to also see the notification because I wanted to see everyone's reaction. Yeah, and though it was like a very slow reaction time, like I swear I only saw like two people actually react and like get on the phone and start calling people. It was kind of weird. Weird. But then I, the next the next day, um, because so for us, we got the notification on Thursday that the next week would be canceled. And then the week after that happened to be spring break. So basically we got two weeks spring break um, just to clarify things. Mm-hmm. Um, that went, uh, that Friday, I did not go to class. I didn't go to a single class. So I was just like, fuck it, dude. We're going to be going I, online anyway. Yeah. I'm, I think I went to a class and I low-key regretted it Friday. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking pointless. There was like four other people in the class didn't do crap. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was pointless. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I definitely do feel like that's a memory that I'll keep with me for a very long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's gonna be weird because just using going back to the nine eleven example, for everyone, it was like about the same time, like early morning, whatever, like early morning to noon, but for some people. It was spread out like there's weeks between people got that notification from the university or from their jobs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a big difference, but it's understandable with yeah. 9-11. It was like a big impact um, situation. Yeah, it's kind of Bam. interesting. Right. Yeah, it's just, like, you know, this moment. big decision mm-hmm. that affected their lives. It was just a cascade more mm-hmm. than all that one time. Absolutely. All right, Jordan. Well, it's you know, good talking to you. Um, you know, great. Good good podcast. I think I think it was a good number two for sure. Um, yes, I think so. Yeah, man, and, and I I look forward to talking to you soon again. Sure, bro. All right, bro. Well, um, do you want to go ahead and do the last little deets? Yeah. Um again, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. And Spotify, Anchor. There's a there's a lot of other podcasting places that you can find us. I cannot remember all of them off the top of our off the top of my head right now, but it's gonna be the Husk Podcast for all of them. So just search that, you know, where to find us. Yeah. All right. And uh, thanks for everybody listening. All right, Jordan. Take care, bro. Peace out.